Welcome to the True Face Podcast. We're here. Padcast? Padcast. You said cast. Pad tie. iPad cast. It was so close. I mean, it was almost, it shouldn't uh, have been mentioned, yeah. but it was there. No, it was, it was, there. It was uh, like, I don't know. Maybe I was from Baston. Uh, so, you know. We are a little. The Padcast. Are we a little punchy. tired? We're a little, a little punchy. Punchy, oh, yeah, punchy is the word. Uh, we had such a fantastic oh, sleep yeah. deprived, but it's a fantastic weekend. And yes. the amount of things that we got to do uh, is pales in comparison to the amount of stories we got to hear about what other people are getting to do through mm-hmm. what God is doing. And we happen to get to be a part of that. And uh, that's the best part uh, is just setting people up for believing that they have a huge, huge impact to play in this gospel story. Uh, those, those are the fun stories to hear. That's right. And we got to hear uh, so, so many of them. And we got to record many of them as well. So, you know, when we, are still doing the cure and parents. One of the reasons we're doing this, one of the reasons we're doing podcasts on this is to keep helping to convince you that not only is there so much hope, but there's, there's so much impact in your story for your children, for your community, for your friendships. So, you know, what was fun too, was all the people who told us that they listened to the podcast. How was that was fun. so I was like, fun. Really? Okay. really you do. He yeah. goes, Oh yeah. Every time I go out running, this yeah. is what I do. Yeah. You know, uh, lots of stories, but the delight in the young lady who translated oh, the cure yeah. into Spanish. Mirta was no, so no, wonderfully it, 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 The beauty in her face, mm-hmm. in her saying this is something that meant so much to her, and she did such a fabulous job, but just to see that face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was just like whoa, yeah. and she says, "When's the next book? When, when yeah. can I do this yeah. again?" Uh, so Mirta Palmer, she uh, is translating and has translated uh, quite a bit of our uh, La Cura, which is the cure uh, in Spanish, translated into Spanish. And when she first read the cure, she said, "I have, I have to give this to my to my mom and to my brother." And she came, and she was a part of uh, our board uh, dinner, and we got to introduce her. And it could not have been more fun. She's so effusive about oh, the beauty was... of what this doing. It was uh, really a precious moment for me. So, really is. Yeah. Well, we're we're continuing on. We're on page fifty six in the Cure and Parents. And uh, we're at this place where the Clausens are a little bit further up the, the coast of, of California. And we're going to be talking about discipline. So I'll, I'll jump in at the top of page 56. The next morning, the Clausens are down on the beach in front of the Spindrift. This is Aiden's last opportunity to pretend they're a wealthy family in from Monaco and their private yacht circling the globe. Having secured a late checkout, they are all now at 1 p.m. showered, packed, and back in the car heading up the coast. They are scheduled to have dinner with Jim's dad this evening, two hours ahead in Sausalito, just north of San Francisco's Golden Gate Bridge. They spend the first hour watching the scenery and reflecting on what they liked most about Monterey. Eventually, Sarah turns on the next podcast. The car speakers are again carrying this now familiar voice throughout the car. Madison says, Quiet, please. The parenting lady's on. In this session, we're going to be talking about discipline. Hey, I thought this was about our parents, not us, remember? Hear the parenting lady out, calls Sarah. Yeah, quiet please, it's the parenting lady, adds Jim, smiling into the rearview mirror. Love, without correction, is permissiveness. Correction without love is punishment. Love without correction is discipline. Oh, love with correction is discipline. Discipline is always for the benefit of the one being disciplined. 
not for the convenience of this discipliner. Okay, okay, I'm listening. Madison interrupts. Carry on, parenting lady. Lady. So let me go back and read, since I kind of butchered that a little bit. I'm going to read this, this section again. It says, love without correction is permissiveness. Correction without love is punishment. Love with correction is discipline. Discipline is always for the benefit of the one being disciplined, not for the convenience of the discipliner. Well, what does that mean? There is so much in that mm-hmm. one paragraph. Mm-hmm. And um, just thinking quickly about even those first couple of statements, love without correction is permissiveness. So that for many of us, I'd like to begin with this reality. Discipline is a love issue. There is no discipline apart from love. And, and if we don't get that, because so many times we, we separate discipline from love. No, no, they, they must mm. not be separated. Because mm. when they are, either permissiveness or punishment is the result. Mm. Mm. That's right. And, now, why as parents are we so – what are some of the reasons? What could be some of the reasons that we're f- far more p- prone to punishment than we are toward a guiding discipline? Part of it, I think, David, is that um, we we are so much about correcting behavior mm-hmm. that that we somehow feel that punishment will correct behavior, and it never does. It never can, and it and it never will. And you know, we have all these stories. They're not ours, but I mean, all these stories of scaring straight people, and if you meet these. Th- these guys who are in prison and these rough guys, and they tell you what it's like. It doesn't change anybody. Be- behavior change is, is causes, requires punishment. Well, I think it also, punishment reveals the shame of the parent. I punish because it has a motive of retribution. It says you will not get away with this again, young man, young woman. And look what you have said about me by your behavior. So discipline doesn't do that. Punishment tries to get back at the child for having shamed me. Remember, Bruce, when we were in that group and uh, they were almost shocked the day either you or I said to them that God doesn't punish us. Yeah. Right. I mean, and these were uh, this is a large group of theologians. Half of them just kind of went, what? Of course he punishes us Be- because their reality, their view of God That's right. as a Christian was that God is going to punish them for doing wrong. And and it was shocking to them to hear us talk about discipline is for the benefit of the one being disciplined, not mm-hmm. for the benefit of discipliner. It's like it's like they're assuming that somehow God takes pleasure in correcting our behavior. Or or in punishing. punishing. Yeah, that's right. That's that because that's remember right. that punishment always is related to behavior. And this isn't a carrot or the stick conversation. This no. isn't about trying to bribe or hit. You know, obviously we're not right. most people are out there hitting, but that's not the point. The motive is the carrot, the bribe, would again be for the parents' benefit. It would be for society's benefit, be for convenience benefit. Right. And yeah. this is something different. Uh, and I think as I'm listening to you talk, I'm trying to get in touch with the other side. Why would a parent not discipline 
And, and my answer, my first answer is we would mistakenly think grace would never correct. Mm, that would it would all, it, that's that, right. But, it, but that's what a mistaken understanding of grace would do is, oh, I don't want to put my child under the law or make them feel ashamed. So I will not correct them. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, and that leads into what, I, what am I correcting? Yeah. Am I correcting the behavior? Well, the behavior eventually gets corrected, but what's the purpose of it? To bring the child back to who they are. And, That's what love is. It's and not you can't, just the behavior. You can't bring someone back to who they are if you haven't spent any time thinking about how who you are or how it affects you. Because often the things we most lash out at are things that we that are create fear within us. Yeah. And if that is happening and we can't you know, in the quiet of our spirit or have someone tell us, hey, whoa, you're out of control, then we're not responding to them. We're responding to our fear about what we're not or what we're want someone to be or. Bruce, you say great words about discipline is always for the benefit of the one being disciplined, not for the convenience of the discipliner. So say words about that. Yeah. Think about Hebrews 12. That's uh, where we get uh, in part the biblical concept of discipline where the Father disciplines us mm. all our days for, for our good. And that kind of posture is so critical to correct discipline out of love. The posture of, do I have my arm, like Jesus would, around this child? And is the stuff that we're talking about out in front of us, yeah. or have I put it between us because I'm so fear-driven yeah. mm-hmm. that... I'm insecure about overcorrecting, undercorrecting. I'm not able to be free with my arm around to say, we'll work this out. We'll work this out in time for your good based on who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all our kids mm-hmm. are wonderfully different, mm-hmm. wonderfully designed. So Amen. Good. Amen. Remember that God takes the long view with us because mm-hmm. right when we received Jesus, he said, yeah, you're righteous. And even before that, while we were still enemies, he loved us just as much, which would be why he sent Jesus to give us an opportunity to be righteous. So he takes the long view and we cannot live in fear in that and do the same thing with our kids. In this moment, if they don't get corrected, everything's going to blow up. <laughs> right. That might not be true. Amen. Amen. That's all we got. That's next time. I think uh, that was the best we could do for this week. Exactly. <laughs> Somewhere in there I was asleep again. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> you just lean to your right for one moment. Thank you guys yeah. for being with us. We sure love getting to do these.